Bren Court Talk Sci-Fi Real Estate, presented by PureFandom.com. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fandom Podcast of Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court, and welcome back to the Roman Agency, your place where they're going to sell, you know, the murder house to someone. They're not selling it to me. I'm not buying the murder house. Are you no. buying the murder house, Brad? No, I'm not buying the murder house either. I'm good. I'm a, don't need it. I'm good. <laughs> uh, you know, there is a site out there. It's called Died In Home that you can find out if anybody's died in your house. You can go out there and check it out I, if you're interested. I don't want to know. Diedinhome.com. So there. There you go. Your house could be possessed oh and you just don't know it. And then you could go look and be like, oh, no. That's why the walls are I'm bleeding blood. Ah. That's why I keep yeah, hearing, wobbly walls. get out, get out. That's what that is. I thought it was just my neighbors, <laughs> but who knows? Well, at least they didn't try to sell the house out from under you. Well, true. Or, you know, your house realized it was built on a, a real cemetery or something like that. But, hey, whatever. You moved the, the ground, you, you moved know. the tombstones, but you didn't move the bodies. Oh. <laughs> Who does that? 1980s horror movies. <laughs> hey, and some that knock off of 1980s horror movies. Uh, very true. Very true. Uh, before we break down the 1980s horror movies, or I mean this episode, just to remind everybody, check us out over at purefandom.com. A lot of great writers over there putting out some amazing work. And if there's a show or movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Kurt, how can the good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at Jindev. He's Brad ZB, but don't look for him. You're not going to find him. You will find him on Instagram. He is Ramblin' Brad, and he rambles on about his powerlifting. He's freaking amazing at it. Um, like, I'm still, like, working on my little 10-pound weight. Shh, don't tell him. Um, <laughs> and woodworking and all this other awesome crap. Uh, but also, Brad, what else is there? What's going on? Uh, we got the Facebook group over on Facebook. Brad and Court Talk, and there's the Pure Fandom yes, one over there. Brad. Go check those out. Yes. Yes, definitely check those out, especially if you're watching Roswell, New Mexico. Um, our girls, Liz and Meg, they are talking about the show, um, Roswell, New Mexico, over on Space Cowboys. So make sure you check that out. All right. Um, let me see. So this week's episode, Brad, that was 107 Quarantine. Quarantine. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't. <laughs> All right. So the team locks down in an office to isolate a hinky demon with kind of some murderous tendencies. So it's a little different from the lockdown that you may have had unless, you know, like you were locked down with someone who's like demon-like and wanted to murder you for leaving the milk out or for leaving, um, you know, the toilet seat up. I have a, we had Trixie, the wire fox terrier puppy who, yeah, she's kind of terroristic. Yeah. Like she, some of them do that. She leaves no, bones. More so than cats. She leaves bones on the stairs, so I guess she's trying to kill me. Oh, that's messy. You're in trouble. <laughs> Not that I haven't done that before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this episode was written by George R. Olson, and the director was Danishka Estrahesi. So, Brad, what's going on? What ha- what's ha- what's happening? Everybody's really stressed out at the beginning of this episode. They just went through some horrible stuff, I think. Right, they did. And we find out about a new thing. It's called a roadie. Uh, a roadie mm-hmm. does not have a form of its own, but bounces from person to person and takes over the person it chooses. There's a little shape-shifting going on there also. But they don't stay in their host too long after they take over. 
Okay, and we do know from Zoe that the roadie never travels alone, only with the band. I don't know what that means, but we'll find out. Roadies travel with a band, you know. Roadies that go with the band and set up stuff. I mean, roadies that travel on their own are they even a roadie? No, they're just on the no. road. That's it. They're they're just they're exactly. just a person or or an entity. They are a nomad. They could be a Poindexter. I don't know. They are nomad. A nomad. <sighs> nomad just riding through this world all alone. Yes. With a crow flying straight. <laughs> <laughs> oh god so so they're sitting around the office there and they find out they got a breach you got a nice little breach in the office because the alarms go off and everything something followed them home was it mary kate nashley no i want to know what a mary kate nashley is i'm i love the fact they just I, I drop these names out and i just don't specters. know i mean I, they're twins so two specters twins i i don't know we didn't find out last week what a poindexter was we didn't. Maybe we will. The show has to go on forever because I have a whole notebook of these things I'm filling up. I just think keep it going. They're just not going to tell us. They're just going to be like, "Is that a Winston? What's that? I don't know. It could be." <laughs> they it's just a, have a whole language, and you know I love that. It's a Snallygaster. Oh no, Snallygaster is a real cryptid, by the way. Just so you know, look it up. It's got tentacles and flies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So this. This was the Jackson house, um, and like they were coming from like extinguishing the roadie, or so they thought. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, it turns out that one of the roadies or the the roadie that they were dealing with followed them back to the office. Right. They they are now the band. So yep. roadies following the band. And this isn't going down very well with being in quarantine because Susan has a very special award coming up tomorrow and needs to get ready. Yeah, she has the platinum ring of esteem, Brad. Uh-huh. It's there important. You, it is. It's very important to her. And then we get everybody else making their phone calls, but um, you kind of notice right away there's something a little bit wrong with August. Yeah, like he's um, not necessarily August. Everybody was kind of snippy. Uh, I'm used to I'm used to Zoe being snarky, like cool snarky, mm-hmm. but like she um, was snippy with, I guess, her boyfriend on the phone. And um, same thing with Father Phil. He got a little snippy with his husband. Like right. everything had like a kind of negative, like everything was a little darker than usual. And I think that was maybe them trying to um, throw us off by trying to figure because we were trying to figure out who the roadie was attached. Well, August had that little um, trembling little thing going on with his arm. So, he had a weird oh, yeah, thing. yeah. No, no, no. Once, <laughs> once that happened to uh, August, you kind of knew. Oh, it's in him right now. <laughs> His arm is stretching out. Yeah, that's not humanly possible unless you are possessed. Yeah, when him and Zoe went back to his office, uh, his workshop, and he's just doing stretch Armstrong things or Mister uh-huh. Fantastic. Mister, F- yeah, I was trying to remember who that yeah. was. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what we know. Something's wrong. And he knocks out Zoe, which is never good. Uh. Mm-mm. Can we talk about Susan having the weird dreams about Justin Timberlake buying a house from her? I mean, that's not a weird dream, Brad. And then, like, you know, girl alone. the thing turning into a snake. And it's just, I love the fact that she was like, everybody doesn't have that dream. <laughs> <laughs> Only you, Susan. Yeah. August had actually caught the first roadie using a special blender thing that he created. An MED. Yep, mm-hmm. uh, and it seems that why he was possessed by the roadie, the blades were destroyed from the prudes, uh, food processor of the demon chopper <laughs> upper. So that couldn't be used. So he needs a new one, 
so they're out of luck. And I like that. I like that August gets all fancy with it. He says, "I ontologically disassembled it." Mm-hmm. And um, that's just basically saying he metaphysically disassembled it. But right. I like that he went all science with it. <laughs> and I like how they go out and search for Zoe. No one turns on the lights. I guess that's part of the lockdown thing. I don't know. Yeah. But she did. Yeah. Without the lights on, uh, Susan wasn't able to see Zoe up in the corner of the room, upside down, all Dracula-like-ish. And then, you know, she's... Yeah, and they couldn't find her anyway. They thought maybe um, August did something to her. Yeah. But then after Susan leaves, uh, Zoe comes down and uh, is looking through the listings of houses on the mm-hmm. laptop there. And did you happen to see how much Megan's house was being sold for? I did not. I just caught sight of the fact that she landed on Megan's house. How much were well, they selling it She for? was scrolling through the listings. Megan's house is for sale for $3,129,000. I mean, it's a nice old house. Like, you have to pay for that, that hellhound and um, the gates of hell. Right. You gotta. Yeah. Um, that's, that's, that's extra. That's a house right there. I'm telling you. I'm like, wow, cool. <laughs> uh, in Back in one of the main rooms, like, Susan gets a call from her mother and tells them to mm-hmm. turn on the news. And this is where we find out that... They are uh, having this little talk about the fire from last year and the family murder that's tied in both that just happened with the uh, houses being listed with the Roman agency. Mm -hmm. I think, I'm not overly positive, that is the same newscaster who was trying to get a hold of Roman last week. Yeah, because they they had mentioned that someone from Channel was trying to contact him and has been trying to contact him. So now the news is out, but I kind of want to know why everybody's freaked out. Like within the real estate community, everybody kind of already knows um, that they are the Ghostbusters. If you have a creepy ass house, who are you going to call? You're going to call Luke and his, his people. Well, I don't think it's in a, necessarily in a real estate agency. It's more or less on the people who had listings or like, I don't want to be associated with that place. And then, you know, trying this to buy a true. house, you're like, yeah, am I buying a house from a place that may kill me? I don't know. Well, this is true for, for that part of it, but I'm talking about later, like once this is all over in quotes. Oh, yeah. Um, and like we get to the awards banquet and everybody's treating them like they're pariahs. Like, you know what they are. They just and, don't like them. Like, you guys are being like mean kids, but it's cool. Our people showed up looking awesome as hell. Yeah, they, they just don't like them. Um, yeah. Oh, we had the whole thing of uh, Luke dancing with his mother in a dream, and then she tried to kill him. Oh, my him. God. She's like, yes. yeah, tried to kill him off. And and as, right as he wakes up, they're under quarantine, by the way, because they couldn't get food up and everything. Well, they got food up through somehow. Uh, he wakes up, and Megan's there with the food processor order that you know, he had called out. Uh-huh. And the, everybody freaks out. Yeah. How do you get like, up no. here? You can't be here. The security guard who has a key, part of his security part. Yeah. <laughs> like, who gave the security guard a key? Right. Huh? <laughs> August points out to Zoe that she needs projects when it comes to her relationships because everybody's broken. Uh-huh. And, because and every- we knew that from, like, from her telling Susan about her first love. Right. And Augie got his new mixer thing working, and... They did manage to get the roadie, be not, mm-hmm. but not before a little chaos happened in the uh, agency there and a lot of, lot of craziness going on. 
And that was kind of mm-hmm. it. Uh, with that done, yeah. yeah, Susan heads to her award ceremony where we see the rest of the agents really don't like her. Yeah, they, they're they so jealous. And we also see her former boss, Bob, and I'm like, how did he score Susan? Because no way. <laughs> right. He's like, can you keep things brief? And he points out that no one else from her agency showed up to the award ceremony because, you know, they don't like her and stuff either. Or he's kind well, of. Also, they said a lot of mean things to each other uh, because apparently that demon made them speak truths. Right. I mean, it wasn't mean, mean truths, but like they got really honest with each other. Mm hmm. Uh, we did, uh, also a very important moment in this because we had talked about this in previous episodes. Uh, Susan's mother, uh, Constance, was there. And now we know, yes, she is a real person. Yes, she is definitely a real person, and she is awesome. I have in large letters, I love her mom, especially when she told Bob to die in a fire. <laughs> yes, I love She knows part. what her daughter can do. <laughs> yes, I hope you die in a fire. There you go. Uh, yeah, so Susan does her little uh, um, speech up there. And then you mm-hmm. also caught Megan's handshaking during the award ceremony? I did, and I was like, wait a minute, what is going on with Megan? What's wrong? And that's the same thing like, that would happen. I don't happen remember anything. Th- that's the same thing that happened in August. Right. That's the same thing that happened with August. And Luke noticed it, and he kind of reached for her hand to hold it. And I was like, wait a minute, something going on with Megan that we didn't already know about, but mm-hmm. Luke knows about? Is something inside of Luke, too? I don't think Luke like, knew anything about it. Just maybe she's nervous or something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But... One of my favorite parts was Susan coming down after the ceremony and starting the fire on her boss's table. <laughs> yeah. Because oh, that was perfect. And again, like her team showing up for her mm-hmm. and like her shouting out her team um, and talking about how the other realtors like told her she needed to find a new home. And she did. She found a place. She found where she belonged. Basically. Right. Yep. And then there at the end, Everybody's leaving, coming out one by one out of the place. And Megan tells, you know, Luke that she's going home to her place. And he's mm-hmm. like, what? What about mine? She's like, no, I called an Uber. We're good. And you know things are good and not are not good when she gets into the Uber and starts talking to her about herself in third person because we are okay. wonderful. Take us to our home. Yeah, and she actually said we when mm-hmm. she was talking to Luke. Like, we are going home. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't like, talking about him, and he, he he had to have caught that. I like doing that when I'm out in public. How are you doing today? We're fine. <laughs> the royal we. <laughs> Love it. Us are good. <laughs> we are legion. I am good. How are you doing? <laughs> So that leaves us a little bit, a little bit of a cliffhanger there on what's going on with Megan. Uh, looks like there may be another roadie hanging around. I guess we'll find out Possibly. more about that. I don't know. Possibly. So she yeah. had the black eyes. Um, we know from Father Phil, like when they were at the dinner, like when they were leaving the dinner, he he said he, he something was off, and mm-hmm. there was something that he's forgetting. Right. So hopefully he remembers it, and maybe it's related to what's going on with Megan. <laughs> And hopefully we do find that out very soon. Exactly. Um, also, uh, the show had a Shining reference. And um, at one point when uh, Susan got on the stage, Zoe was like, what? These people don't know about Carrie? So right. does Zoe want to jump blood on Susan? 
with love. Well, it's a whole part of no one liking liking them her there. You know, don't be mean yeah. to her. She'll fire start this you. True. Yeah, she will. Like mm-hmm. she fire started that table. All right. Oh, okay. All right. And we did already know that that demon like likes uh, Megan's house. Yes. She mentioned it when it, it was in Susan. Mm-hmm. So that should have been a sign. Yep. Here's your sign. All right. <laughs> well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com. Check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for why not or Van Helsing. Hey, guess what we're doing next? If you said the 10 episode series of Day of the Dead, you'd be correct. Mm-hmm. It's going to be cool. And there's yeah. also a lot of, of awesome writers over at Pure Fandom putting out some amazing work. Yeah, and the Day of the Dead show, that drops October 15th. If the date changes, we will let you know. Yep. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, below, uh, drop a comment below or hit us up on Facebook. And, like, You can still reach Pure Phantom there. You can find me on Twitter. Find Brad on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And your moment for this week? Oh, my God. So there were so many awards to give out this week for, um, you know, crazy ass run girl, run girl uh, moment of the week. Uh, I feel like the moment for me this week was when Zoe was hanging out on the ceiling. And I was like, Uh, see, run, girl, run. There you go. That's where I'm at. She's hanging out upside down on the ceiling. It's never a good sign. Yeah. Never have a good time. My other other moment of the entire thing, it wasn't a run girl one moment, but it was Megan listening to Luke's message when she's full on Zool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was just, there you go. She's full on Zooling right there. Not the key master. Are you the key master? No, not the key master. I'm the gatekeeper. (laughs) (laughs) I always get that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the key master and the gatekeeper. There's two of them. Um, okay. Yeah, okay. they both turn into dogs, but hey, whatever. Uh, <laughs> and if somebody asks you if you're a god, you say yes. Every time. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.